This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we'll talk about your heart. It's the love muscle, and uh, we'll talk about how you can show it some love yourself. We'll talk about uh, how with Diamond Fernandez from the Heart Fit Clinic. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. Tourism Vancouver is kicking off what it hopes is a slow return to normal when it comes to local tourism, even though June 15th is the earliest the uh, restriction on non-essential travel between health zones could be lifted, uh, Tourism Vancouver has launched a campaign to get locals to get out and enjoy the city, everything it has to offer this June with a campaign called Love Vancouver. Candice Gibson with Tourism Vancouver says the idea is to encourage us to take a staycation and support local tourism at the same time. If you go to tourismvancouver.com, you can see a bunch of offers that are valid all through the month of June, everything from hotel deals to helicopter rides and all sorts of Vancouver attractions. Meantime, if you're planning on throwing a raging party at an Airbnb this summer, you're still out of luck. Airbnb has announced that it is extending its global ban on parties at least to the end of summer 2021, even with COVID-19 restrictions easing around the world. Airbnb also wants to make it clear that those violating Airbnb's rules or uh, locally BC's public health rules risk suspensions or bans from the Airbnb platform. And do you stay focused on the road when you're driving? A new BCAA report found 93% of us asked say, yes, we stay focused on the road. But when we were probed a little further, more than 70% of us admitted that uh, we have been distracted by interacting with passengers, fiddling with the climate control, and scanning for street signs and numbers. Other confen- uh, confessions included eating and drinking, checking their phones at red lights, and enjoying scenery, to name a few. BCAA points out that distracted driving is the second leading cause of fatal collisions in BC, and it's more than just texting and talking on your phone. BCAA calls it a real blind spot for drivers, saying that drivers are failing to see that multitasking while driving is taking their focus away from the road. BCAA says for more information on how to stay safe, go to the BCAA website. And I think it goes without saying, when you go to the website, don't be doing it while you're driving. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, it's a way to protect your health and get ahead of problems with your heart. We'll talk to Diamond Fernandez from the Heart Fit Clinic right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And the Heart Fit Clinic is on Douglas Road in Burnaby. It is one of the world's premier cardiac rehabilitation heart and heart attack and stroke prevention centers. Uh, and uh, you can see everything they do at heartfit.ca. And our guest right now uh, is uh, from the Heart Fit Clinic, Diamond Fernandez. How are you, Diamond? 
Good day. How are you doing? Very, very well. I should also mention you're the author of Beating Heart Disease, uh, your book, uh, and you can find out where to get that at heartfit.ca as well. Um, so let's uh, let's get into it. I mean, for people who have been listening to this show, we've been talking a lot about uh, about ways that the HeartFit Clinic helps people get ahead of uh, possible problems. Maybe they've had problems in the past. But I want to start with a question. I hear this all the time, and I'm still a little unclear on on the definition of heart disease. I hear the phrase heart disease all the time. So tell me, what what is your definition of heart Heart disease. So I, why don't we put heart disease into three different categories? And so okay. many people think of heart disease uh, in, in different ways, based just based on on uh, friends or family or, or whatever might be coming from that end of it. But there are three different, uh, we'll call them buckets of heart disease. Either there is a, a structural concern with the heart. So this is where you might hear of people having birth defects or valve abnormalities or the worst case scenario on a structural problem is having heart failure. And the HeartFit Clinic, we can help you out, obviously, providing you with some lifestyle guidance on that side of things, but even improving heart function with our treatment options that we're able to do. And then when I talk about that structural umbrella, I, when you come to the HeartFit Clinic, we already know that you have a structural concern or if you're looking for this, then that's wise to see a cardiologist. And that's where we like to work uh, together with cardiology um, to look at that structural uh, concern on that end of it. So that's, that's the structural arena. And, and the, the biggest concern is, is going into heart failure. And you heard about that, those things that happen on that end of it. Right. Now, the second bucket is, uh, I think, a, a common uh, uh, people understand this. And, and that's looking at the electrical system of the heart. And that's done by an electrocardiogram, which in my opinion is, is a, a waste of time doing, uh, especially in our healthcare system. I, I don't think it's the right use of our, our dollars. However, um, it, it does provide us, I mean, you can, the reason why I say that is because now everyone has a phone and you can look at your electrocardiogram on your phones now. There's a lot of apps out there that you can do that really quickly. Right. And so, but there are some concerns that happen with electrical abnormalities and uh, some of them can be life-threatening but some of them can be you know uh, on the borderline such as atrial fibrillation that's a common uh, sign that people have on that side of things and we have uh, like we have amazing devices to look at the electrical rhythm of the heart that are wearables that that patients have on their own and and we all get this uh, people always get the apple watch to look at their ecg and unfortunately, that's not the great tool when you're, when you're looking for um, heart problems or anything. And it's actually okay, but it's not the best tool out there. And that's what we have access to at the HeartFit Clinic. So that's the electrical arena. And again, we want to work collaboratively, uh, collaboratively with the healthcare system to, you know, if we, if we require an ablation or, you know, uh, uh, you know, some kind of electrical study, then that's very important to consider. But the HeartFit Clinic can get more into the why. Why do you have that concern with atrial fibrillation, as an example, or SVT, um, or premature ventricular contractions or atrial contractions? So what, what are we talking you know, about here? Are we talking about, you know, like uh, timing issues where, where your heart slows down it, and goes faster yeah, suddenly? It, it, 
it is something that an electrocardiogram is able to track and we're able to see what's going on. In my opinion, looking at six-second snapshot of your heart is not worth, it's not a great use of our dollars nor a great use of anybody's time to go get an ECG. However, you know, if you're looking at a watch or a monitor or, or on your phone, we're looking for the rhythm. The rhythm should be obviously regular and it comes automatically from, uh, from the brain and it connects to the heart and it allows your heart to beat and you don't have to think about it. And so it's not something that uh, it's automatic. And so we look at then concerns with the autonomic, what are things that can hurt the autonomic nervous system? And uh, we'll get into that part of it a little bit later. But that's, you know, the HeartFit Clinic bridges that gap in terms of looking at that side of things. But then there's heart disease. When you ask me the third uh, pillar, which probably gets the most attention, is a plumbing problem. Okay. And but the arteries are not a pipe. And I say this a lot. Uh, <laughs> arteries are a muscle. And the common thing here with a plumbing problem is a heart attack. People hear about heart attacks. They hear about heart stents. They hear about bypass surgery. And I want to, uh, we're changing the way things are done. And it's based on the literature. The literature has guided us in a different direction now um, to, to show us how we treat cardiovascular disease. Now, if you're having an emergency and you're having a heart attack, we're not the place to come. We've got great hospitals in the greater Vancouver area to help you out with that part of it. And great cardiologists, more importantly, to, to be able to deal with those emergency situations. I'm talking about after or preventing that side of things. And when we talk about a plumbing problem, the misconception is people think of these arteries like a pipe and you, um, you have cholesterol and you try and minimize it through your diet, but your body still produces more cholesterol, but yet this cholesterol accumulates to a pipe, and you have a last cheeseburger and fries, and you end up with a heart attack, and it does not happen that way. So I'm going to say that again. It does not happen that way. So... It, I always it, think it, it, I always think of Homer Simpson when he when he eats like a cheeseburger and the and the cheeseburger literally goes into his veins, but and that's and you're saying that's not the way to think about it. No, it, it, and it's funny to think that way, but and, and this is where this is where we help patients grow new arteries. We improve the artery function because these arteries are supposed to expand and contract, and we can we can clear the plaque in these arteries in an in a evidence-based way to strengthen the muscle in that artery to function more like a muscle and, and it's not like a pipe. And so let's, get, let's talk about that part for a moment because if people are going to their family doctor and they want to understand where their risk is of a heart attack or stroke, checking cholesterol on a preventative basis is a, com, you know, majority of times, I'm going to say less than 5% of the time, it's, it, it might be beneficial, but the majority of times it's a waste of time. And the reason why is because 83% of people who have heart attacks and strokes actually have normal bad cholesterol. Right. Right? And that sounds funny to a lot of people because people think, oh, you've got to be having high cholesterol to deal with that situation. And it's not necessarily the way it goes, but it's just that they wouldn't have been treated with high cholesterol. Now, we change our standards when you have had a heart attack or a heart event, but the majority of people who have heart attacks and strokes have normal cholesterol profiles that never would have been treated prior to that heart attack. Wow. And so, yeah. Sorry, I mean, go on. No, I was just going to say that, I mean, that seems to go against uh, what we hear constantly, that it's all about cholesterol all the time. Yeah, and it's not about cholesterol. It's not about cholesterol 
even even just a little bit. And and the reason why is that when you go to your doctor's office um, or a cardiologist or wherever in the healthcare system, we're able to check these buckets of cholesterol, and we got this good bucket, and we want to see that nice and high, and we got this bad bucket, and we want to see them nice and low. But the fact of the matter is, is that these buckets, it matters not if they're high or low. It matters what the consistency and the amount of particles that are inside of that bucket. So let me explain that. Imagine you have a bucket that is full of golf balls and tennis balls, right? right? The golf balls, if you have 100 golf balls that fill that bucket, it may only be like maybe, I don't know, I'm just giving an example, maybe only 15 tennis balls that would fill that bucket. It's better to have tennis balls fill that bucket, larger size particles fill that bucket than it is smaller size particles. Why is that important? So the inside lining of this artery wall is all skin, right? It's like the skin outside of our body. It's actually called the endothelium. And there are so many things that can hurt that lining of the skin. Cholesterol is not one of them. But what happens is something has to hurt that skin. High blood pressure, diabetes, those are some big ones. But even, you know, COVID virus, we know that it hurts the endothelium. There are a lot of things that can hurt that lining of the skin. And when that lining of the artery gets hurt, then it leaves it susceptible for those smaller sized particles to sliver into the lining of the artery wall and go through a plaque building process. And this is what we look at at the HeartFit Clinic. We look at the particles that are plaque causing. We want to understand that part of it. More importantly, once it slivers into the lining of the artery wall, then these arteries, now you've got what we call construction on the side of the road. Imagine like a, a five-lane highway system. And all five lanes are open, no problem, you know, we're okay. But what happens when we put construction on the side of that road? The flow of traffic is not flowing like it should. All cars are still able to get from point A to point B, but the flow of traffic is not flowing like it should. And this is where we might feel fatigued, we might feel tired, we might feel erectile dysfunction. These are big markers for heart disease. We might have high blood pressure. You don't necessarily have to have high blood pressure, but these are things that can happen where we're starting to hurt that lining of the artery wall. So when you come into the HeartFit Clinic, our focus is on looking at the artery like a muscle and not a pipe and understanding that cholesterol doesn't cause heart disease, but it's important to minimize the atherogenic or, or plaque-causing particles that can sliver into that lining of the skin. Right. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez. He is uh, the founder of the HeartFit Clinic, heartfit.ca. They have a location in Burnaby, 1126 Douglas Road. Uh, you can give them a call, 604-330-4348. And for people listening who are... Um, who are interested in their heart, maybe they're getting a little older, maybe they have a sort of a history of heart disease, and they go to the HeartFit Clinic website, which is heartfit.ca, you have a really good uh, series of blogs on there. And one of them is about vegetables. And I think that kind of fits into the, the conversation we're having. So how important are vegetables to your heart? Yeah, absolutely. Vegetables are a big importance to our, our heart health. And and I, I think there's, and then I, we talk about that a lot at the, at the clinic here, you know, what is the best diet for people to have for heart health? And, you know, I wrote about it in the book and, you know, it's hard to, it, ideally we like to personalize the way people should be eating according to deficiencies that they have. But on a generalized focus, you know, vegetables are very important. We know that it heals that lining of the skin. And that's what we're really after is about healing that lining of the skin. And that's where our focus is on 
And when we're, when we're having vegetables, that's super important. And when we're talking about this, if you're not able to get amount of vegetables that you should be having, then it becomes important to supplement properly, right? And I do that. I take supplements. I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s. I should be able to make sure that I, I want to be proactive and, and obviously practice what we preach here. And so, you know, I, I have supplements because sometimes I'm not able to get the recommended vegetables that we should be having. And so those are the things that is very important. I can go off on a lot of nutrition tips, but, you know, that's where you can come into the clinic and, and get that free consultation where we can go and personalize what's going on with you. We want to we offer a personalized precision approach to understanding your cardiovascular disease risk at the HeartFit Clinic. Right. And go to heartfit.ca. That is the website. They're on Douglas Road in Burnaby. And we're talking to Diamond Fernandez, uh, the founder of the HeartFit Clinic, also the author of Beating Heart Disease, his book. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, about how you can protect your heart. You can be proactive. Also about COVID. How does COVID affect heart disease? That's all when we continue on Vancouver Consumer right after this. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and with me now, I'm Martin Strong, with me now is uh, the founder of the HeartFit Clinic, Diamond Fernandez, also the author of Beating Heart Disease, and uh, you can go to heartfit.ca, and uh, you can register for a free consultation. You can go in if you want to get a a head of uh, any heart problems you might have. Maybe you have a a history of heart problems in your family, and you're getting older, and you're kind of concerned. Uh, Come see Diamond at the uh, HeartFit Clinic. You can get a free consultation. And uh, as uh, Diamond, you were just saying, it's really important. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing, because we were talking about vegetables, for example, and, uh, and supplements, and things things like that. At the HeartFit Clinic, it, it's not a one-size-fits-all solution, is it? Not at all. And that's why we, you know, we like to sit down with people, uh, come up with a personalized approach to wondering what we should do to help people prevent and reverse heart disease. We've got amazing screening tests for artery health. And the difference between going to see us and a cardiologist, and you know, with all due respect, or, or let's start off with the family doctor. Uh, the family doctor just doesn't have much in that toolbox to see where risk is of artery disease and what the health is of the arteries. And, and so they usually refer off to cardiologists and cardiologists are great, but usually they're looking for advanced stages of disease. They're looking for a plumbing problem. Well, the concern with that is the majority of heart attacks occur with blockages that are less than what a cardiologist will pick up. And more importantly, like it just goes beyond just medications. And if you're, if you've had a heart attack or you have artery disease, or you have heart failure, that's where we want to come in, you know, come in for the free consultation, understand a little bit more about what's going on, review your records, review what's going on, and then come up with a a steady plan to be able to help you prevent or even reverse a disease process. And one of the interesting things that you have now at the HeartFit Clinic uh, are these monitors? You were telling me about these these monitors, and and they're they're quite uh, sophisticated, what they can do. Yeah, and because of COVID, I think it's, it's managed to switch people's gear as to how we end up uh, helping people with their heart health. And so, uh, especially on the cardiac rehab side of things, so people who have had a heart attack or heart event, or people who have any type of concern from a heart side of things, now we have the ability to monitor them. Gosh, we've got people monitoring all over the world now that we're able to use this. But it's a wearable device where it goes around the chest 
and we're able to look at your heart rhythm while you're exercising, while you're sleeping, while you're doing an activity, while you're going for a round of golf, playing tennis, because we've all heard of the people that have, you know, have had a heart attack um, playing golf or, or, or playing hockey or, or playing tennis or being active. And, and then I think that deters people from exercise and exercise is medicine and we want people to exercise. The key is we want to make sure that they're exercising safely and effectively. And that's what we do at the HeartFit Clinic. So we're able to put these monitors on. It goes around the chest. We're able to keep track of patients' ECG, so their electrocardiogram. We're able to look for rhythm abnormalities. This is live streaming that it can be done, or we can retro look back at this. And we also alert you if we see a problem. And so we have the ability with our technology now is that if you're wearing this monitor and you go into something that we don't like, we will alert you that saying, hey, what were you doing? Uh, This is not so good. But we're also able to look. I'm going to get a little bit technical here. We're also able to look for cardiac strain. And that's what gets done on a stress test, in all honesty, is they're looking for cardiac strain. They're looking for advanced stages of disease. Well, we can start to look at that if someone gets strained while they're pushing themselves, whether they're doing hills or interval training, swimming, kayaking, whatever activity that they're doing, hiking in the mountains, we're able to make sure that patients can exercise safely and effectively. And these monitors are a way of keeping track of people to make sure that they can exercise safely and effectively. Um, I know you're going to ask me the cost of these monitors, so I may as well just get into it. They're about $600, and uh, that's sometimes all we do with patients, especially because um, we're not close to everybody. And, uh, you know, we have clinics in Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver, so we have the ability to just go more in-depth with patients anywhere around the world. We have a patient right now who is in, um, in the Middle East, and they're exercising out there, right? And so we're able to keep track of them, and they're on the other side of the world. We have a patient in Europe. We have another patient, who, a few patients actually down in the U.S., and they're, they're stuck down there from, from uh, being snowbirds. But we're able to monitor them. We're able to keep track of them to make sure that they're doing things safely and effectively. And they just put on the watch or the, sorry, the monitor, they hook it up to their watch or their, or their phone, and now they're able to, to, to exercise with peace of mind. Wow. So, so it's an interesting thing. This is an example to me about how a one-size-fits-all solution doesn't work because so you're saying strenuous exercise is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not always a good thing, and it, it depends on the person. Yeah, it's about, that's why at the HeartFit Clinic, if you have artery disease, you know, we have some of the best treatments available to help you prevent and reverse heart disease. And one of those, of course, is external counterpulsation, where we're able to pump blood back up to the heart and grow new arteries and improve heart function and artery function. So we're just able to get way more in-depth than what can get done at a, a, you know, we're a heart health clinic. Yes, we do great heart assessments to find out why one might be at risk of a heart attack or stroke or what they can do to prevent or even reverse a disease process. And if you're taking a statin or a cholesterol-lowering pill, have that free consultation. We can talk to you about what's going on with your heart health. Right. Diamond Fernandez is the author of Beating Heart Disease, a book you can get at uh, the website heartfit.ca because he is also the founder of HeartFit Clinic. They're at 1126 Douglas Road in Burnaby. And Diamond, we were talking a little bit about COVID. And uh, one thing, how, how is, does COVID affect the heart? Does COVID... Uh, make things much worse for for just certain people or, or is it a danger for everybody when it comes to their heart? I think anyone who's had COVID should consider coming to our clinic. So why is that? 
The inside lining of the artery wall is all skin. We talked about that earlier in the show. If you take your thumb and finger and you make the AOK sign, which I hopefully I'm doing right now with you guys, uh, is, <laughs> you know, if you make that AOK sign, you make a circle. And inside that circle is all skin. That's what the inside lining of your artery works like. It's all skin. And if that skin gets damaged or hurt, then it leaves it susceptible for the process of atherosclerosis or plaque to build up inside the lining of the artery wall. So what we're looking for are things that are hurting that lining of the skin. It's not unheard of for viruses to hurt that lining of the skin. It's not unheard of. But if you have had COVID, you know, that's very important because it's understand you could have had something that's hurt that lining of the skin. We want to heal that. That's what we can do at the HeartFit Clinic. Now, even if you've taken the, the, um, the uh, vaccines, and we're not against vaccines, it's not about that at all, but understand we're, we're injecting a vaccine inside of you, we're injecting antibodies. Those antibodies also hurt the lining of the skin. So you gotta prepare your body for battle. What I mean for battle is if you're gonna do the vaccine, if you're gonna do, um, if, you're gonna, if you're susceptible to COVID, all those, all those things are going to happen. I, I promise you COVID is not going away. It, it's going to be around. There's going to be more strains of viruses. We know that there, um, there's going to be different types of viruses that are going to be out there that are, can be infectious to our arteries. And so it's important to understand that if you've had COVID, understand that it can damage the artery wall. If you're getting the vaccine, understand that also can damage the artery wall. So it's important to prepare your body for battle. Make sure that you're getting enough sleep. Make sure that you're getting enough exercise. Make sure that you're, uh, I recommend, you know, even considering talking to your healthcare professional of having a blood thinner of some sort because blood clots can occur. But it's all about preparing your body, healing the endothelium and making sure that, you know, the vaccine can have a problem. And, and I, I don't, I can go off on, I did a great webinar on, on, uh, on COVID, actually a few of them so far for our patients. And if you're interested, just come to the clinic. We'll give you a copy of that webinar. That's not a problem. Right on. And uh, I, I guess uh, uh, it's a, you, you talk about preparing for battle. And uh, we talked earlier about vegetables and how vegetables mm-hmm. are part of that. And uh, I noticed on your website, there's a great blog. There's a bunch of great blogs. If you go to their website, heartfit.ca, a bunch of great blogs about the myths of heart disease and all that stuff. But there's a great one I just loved about vegetables and about how and some certain vegetables you should eat at different times of the year, right? Yeah, it, it could change at different times of the years. And of course, they're, they're in season and out of season and all that part of it is very important. And we live in the Northern Hemisphere, so it's sometimes a lot of challenge to try and get that. That's where I think it's important to perhaps even consider supplementation. So you're getting the vital nutrients that are recommended from a vegetable. Now, nothing beats a vegetable, but also vegetables can change based on us being in the northern northern hemisphere that way too. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, those are all different things that we can talk about when you come into the clinic and 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 understand, you know, what we can do to understand where your risk is and what you can do to prevent reverse heart disease. We are a private clinic. And the reason why we are private, unfortunately, all the services that we focus on is not covered in the healthcare. So we got to go above and beyond to understand because there's these gaps in the healthcare system. And hopefully, I've explained it. If you go to your family doctor, unfortunately, not much in that toolbox to see where your risk is. If you go to a cardiologist, they're looking for two advanced stages. So there's that gap. And then if you have if you have heart disease or artery disease or heart failure, well. You know, unfortunately, in the toolbox of cardiology is, is medications, and some of them are very, very important. But 
there's a gap there because now you're stable. What do we do? What can we do? What is what are things that we can do? And if you are, you know, requiring another stent or bypass or or you're going for one, there's times and places that that should happen. If it's an emergency, absolutely. If it's non-emergent, maybe having that conversation with a heart clinic to help you understand the artery a little bit more. And we can go through all your records because that's where we want to personalize that approach to helping people prevent and reverse heart disease. And the free consultation is available. Just go to heartfit.ca. You can go in and you can talk to the the people there. Um, They're at Douglas Road in Burnaby. So go to heartfit.ca. And the big question everybody has is, do you need a doctor's referral? to go to the heart uh, no clinic. doctors yeah no doctors referrals required to come into our clinic yeah and another question yeah, we have uh, yeah oh, no you go ahead go on yeah no go on Sorry. I, I was going to ask because the two questions that i think a lot of people ask do you need a referral which you don't also uh do you have to have heart problems already to see to no. see yeah and no I, and that's and that's a a big passion of mine uh you don't have to have heart problems to come into the heart fit clinic we want to prevent you because everyone's healthy before a heart attack or yeah. everyone thinks they're healthy before a heart attack. It's, it's the heart attack that comes on or people, gosh, we have people in their 30s that have heart disease. We have a patient right now that's doing treatment right now at our clinic, and they're 38. So, you know, and, and that doesn't happen all the time, but it, we've had, gosh, quite a number of people under 40. And then obviously between 40 and 50, the number gets a little bit more. And then 50 above, it gets a little bit more. And then 60 above, it's probably that spot between 45 and 65 is the majority of people with heart disease. And then, of course, then you see those people that are older than that, uh, and then we're trying to, you know, add quality years to people's lives, and, and that's, that's very key. It's all about being proactive, and that's why you want to go to heartfit.ca. It is the HeartFit Clinic, one of the world's premier cardiac rehabilitation and heart attack and stroke prevention centers. And Diamond Fernandez, uh, as always, uh, we always learn something when we talk to you. And uh, if people want to get the book, Beating Heart Disease, you can go to heartfit.ca and get that. Thank you, Diamond. Excellent. Have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Diamond Fernandez, and this is Vancouver Consumer, and when we come back, we're going to ask Andrew. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Time to ask Andrew. Andrew Ferreira is the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer, and uh, we talk about what's going on in Vancouver. You've got your finger on the pulse, and it seems like we're... it's, It's... seems like we're slowly seeing that light at the end of the tunnel. I think uh, June 15th is going to be another big step, but things are starting to open up and we're seeing a lot of um, a lot of attractions and things opening up and you're keeping tabs on that. What's going on? Yeah, so, you know, earlier earlier today I talked about how there is that Fleur de Vie Rosé event starting next Friday in, in downtown Vancouver. Um if you're not the person who enjoys walking around looking at flowers, I'm not <laughs> sure who wouldn't, but I don't judge. Mm-hmm. Um, two other major attractions are actually uh, given another kick at the can, if you will, starting next Friday. Uh, first one is Playland. I don't think I need to explain Playland all that yeah. much. Uh, they're opening uh, again with limited capacity. Right. So just like before and all the times that they've tried to open, uh, you've got to you know, you've got to book everything online. Um, you're going to have to, um, you have to make sure that, you know, you're wearing a mask. It's going to be necessary when riding on all rides. Um, and of course, stay home if you're sick. Uh, it'll be open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, uh, in June. 
in June. Right. And then as the summer goes on, as, as vaccine rates tick up and hopefully as case rates continue to drop, uh, the uh, the dates of opening will expand as the summer goes and on. I, I guess it'll be a bit of a test too for the PNE because they're tentatively planning to open and they've they're very confident that they'll be able to have a PNE this year. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's still uh, to be, you know, they want to have a scaled down version, and I suppose that'll still be possibly on the cards. Yeah. Uh, but Playline is a good first step. So again, you got to buy your tickets online. No cash is being accepted uh, within the park, as that's a hazard for that's a vector for spread. Um, so that's on one end of of you know the local area, and on the other end is the gondola. The Sea to Sky gondola, the one that people keep cutting the cable to, which is just very rude on top of the other horrible, dangerous things. It's horribly rude. It's just the worst. Um, but the Sea to Sky gondola is officially re- reopening uh, June 11th. Um, they've got brand new cabins from the from their factory in Switzerland. Uh, they've got brand new cables and brand new uh, security systems. They now have a professional in-house security team, uh, 24-hour surveillance. Um, and an increased and refined uh, partnership with the RCMP. Um, and this is the important thing here. With, of, of course, they can't talk about all of the security details. Otherwise, it'd be easier to get around. But they're taking this extremely seriously by saying, we are not going to tell you all the details of our security system. That's by design. Uh, they're saying that this is going to be safe, Right. Um, and it certainly helps. And, you know, this is me, you know, speculating and editorializing here. Thank goodness that both times that the cable was cut before, uh, it wasn't an operation. Yeah. Um, and part of me thinks that that's probably intentional. Yeah. Whoever I, did it probably doesn't want to murder dozens of people. They probably wanted to make a statement. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think, you know, if you're looking for something to do, I would I would ride the gondola. No question. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about my safety in terms of uh, that kind of vandalism. Um, so, you know, I think it's worth a shot. And plus, if you need an excuse to, and again, as of June 15th, uh, we probably be able to, you know, explore the province a little bit more if you want to put it that way. Um, go on and head up there. You yeah. know, it's a good drive. The Sea to Sky is a bit dangerous. It's not quite the, it doesn't have the reputation it used to have. Uh, but do keep your eyes on the road and if you're driving and not quite on the scenery. Uh, I am guilty of being distracted by the scenery on the Sea to Sky. Well, I guess we probably all are to a certain so extent. So nice. It is so nice. Well, thank you, Andrew. That's Andrew Ferrer, the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. You hear us every Saturday from 2 to 4. The news is next and we'll see you next Saturday. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.